Serving humanity through innovation. UJFM, shaping the future. That was Billy on that one coming through with the Gang right here at UJFM. 20 minutes after 10 o'clock, or rather 26 minutes after 10 o'clock, uh, we are joined by the Dean. Good morning. Good morning. How Good morning, Carabo and Ponzo. Yes. yes. How are you doing this morning? No, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, this uh, project, we've been waiting for it for a long time. Sure. So today is a day. Fourth Industrial Revolution, of course. That is what University of Johannesburg is about. That's the mandate. Now, you must be proud of your institution. And how is this launch significant? Yeah, w- w- what is exciting for me is that... Um, University of Johannesburg has a vision, sure. and the vision is to be an inter- a top international university of choice, mm-hmm. anchored in Africa, and dynamically shaping the future. Now, I, I like the fact that uh, here at UJ, we just don't have a vision for the sake of having a nice-sounding vision. We have a vision that we live up to. So part of our being a top international university of choice is uh, the fact that we are rated, you know, the second in Africa, in the QS ranking and so on and so forth. Sure. But the second part of our vision statement is to be anchored in Africa. Mm-hmm. And but by that we mean that we, we, we deal with local issues. Now, South Africa has a problem, a triple challenge of poverty, unemployment, and inequity. And we know that uh, housing is one of our challenges as well. So here as a University of Johannesburg, when we are taking this effort of launching a 3D printing we, we see ourselves as providing a solution mm-hmm. to... Machine that can do that within uh, minutes, right? Yeah. Now, we talk about destructive technology when we talk about yeah, this yeah, topic yeah. right now. Does 4IR technology work in a third world context where jobs are in short supply? Yeah, you see, uh, the, the, way, the way to look at that is to look at the first industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. Now, the first industrial revolution introduced a lot of uh, mechanization, Introduced, came with water, steam power, and that. And, and what, um, what it did, for example, the first part of the things that happened first was how you make a jersey or how you make a sweater. Mm-hmm. In the olden days, people used to knit this thing by hand. And if you were to knit a jacket like this by hand, it would take you the whole month to for do sure. it. So how much will a jacket like this that you have knitted by hand, how, how much should it be and how long will it take you? Now, when you introduce technology, when you, you introduce the first industrial revolution and you work with water power, water is, is moving around and is en- enabling you to sew a, a, um, a jacket. And when you do lots of them, they become cheaper and people can have jobs doing that. Yeah. So when you look at the fourth industrial revolution, you are seeing a similar thing, uh, a similar thing in the following way. Yes, this machine that we're talking about will take away jobs will take away jobs of building houses. But this machine doesn't take away, it increases uh, other things. For example, I have a friend who, who works in, um, in the industry where they make uh, heaters and ironing boards. And he tells me that, you know, they always know where the new settlements are. And how do they know it? Because when there's a new settlement and ESCOM gives them electricity and there is electricity, the people go there to come and buy irons. They come and Go, they go there to buy bridges and so on. Yeah. So with this machine, you build more houses. Now you are taking away part of what was a constraint. Mm-hmm. You are, are now allowing other things. You are allowing more, more jobs for other utensils that were needed in the sure. house, more water and so on. So, yes, it doesn't happen smoothly like we would like. You know, I would like the guys who are working in a mine 
when the fourth industrial revolution solar comes in, I like them to have jobs, but it doesn't work that smoothly, but it creates more work. Definitely. It creates more jobs. So similarly with this technology, you now have uh, cell phones. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't make you do less. Exactly. It made you do more. Exactly. Yeah, you're having access to information and so on. So we need to look at the fourth industrial revolution like that. It's yeah. not really, dis- it's destroying some jobs, but it's creating a lot more. Maybe even more relaxation, more fun, more things to do. Yeah, that we, we are going to do. So, yes, uh, in the short term, yeah, there's a pain there. There's Definitely. a pain. Yeah, people losing jobs, uh, doing things that they were using, doing. I mean, we, we have RDP houses that are falling apart because Definitely. they've not been built right. Yeah. With this technology, you are fixing that. So when people have houses, they really do have a house. I mean, when you do something, you're losing and also gaining, yeah. right? And I think that's the positive uh, side of uh, of that. Now, this is, uh, of course, D- Prof. Daniel Mashal, uh, the faculty or executive dean for the Faculty of Engineering. Uh, we're going to be coming back and we're going to be continuing with this conversation of the 3D printing technology right here at UJFM. We're going back into your power playlist. We're going, to, uh, we're going to be coming back with more of some questions. And if you feel like you have some things to ask, hit me up on 0817255228. Bringing local flavor. UJFM has the power Those playlist. Those were the beautiful sounds of Tando Guasha, and they were titled uh, Yes Fela. Ahead of that one, I gave you Diandia with Ox Cable teaming up with Blackie right here at UJFM. The time is currently 37 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. We are still joined by the Executive Dean of the Faculty of Engineering and the Build Environment, Prof. Daniel Mashal. Prof, we were just talking uh, that yeah. uh, we're talking about employment, and you answered that very perfectly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the conclusion was, I mean, in everything that you do, be it business or education, you're going to lose something, mm-hmm. but you're definitely going to gain something, yeah. especially in the end, uh, especially when it comes to sustainability. Yeah. The cost of change. Exactly. Change always, yeah. Exactly. But we're not going to get uh, too much into that for now. Uh, I think Karawa has a question. Mm. So my question for you, um, as the dean of the, the executive dean, rather, mm-hmm. of the Faculty of Engineering. What does this mean for engineering students and incoming students who want to do engineering? What does this mean for them? Yeah, well, well this is quite exciting uh, because it's, um, it, it shows doing something in the fourth industrial revolution that has uh, value to the community. We are very proud of, of this project. There is still a lot more things to do. For example, we have pipes now, a lot of pipes, water pipes in Johannesburg are breaking up uh, because of um, they are old. Now, is there an opportunity to build now a machine that will actually just build those pipes so that you can just go somewhere and do it? We are already working on a project for potholes where you can just take a picture of it and get something that will deliver exactly what you need. So, so it, it, uh, it, it's uh, the new world. It's going to be the new world where the fourth industrial revolution is being explored more um, to deliver. So for the students, they are going to learn these things. They are going to see, they're going to have alternatives of designing things that, you know, there's not just one way. And um, should technology way win, uh, it will definitely be the way of the future. A lot of practical uh, practicals for the engineering students, I see. Yeah. But how do we make it uh, more um, accessible for young people, not only students, um, even those that are currently not studying? How do we make this kind of technology accessible to them? Yeah, well, once the tools are built, the operators right now are graduate students and they have PhDs and masters. But they are doing that now while, while we are designing it. 
and, and that's also the reason why this thing is being done at, uh, at UJ, United University, because we are dealing, we are dealing with research. The next step from here is to put it into operations, is to put it into the industry. When you do that, you discover a lot of things where even, um, first of all, the operators, you don't need the operators to need to have degrees to be able to operate it. You'll need anybody who knows how to do it, and you take care of the challenges such as the easy breakage of the machines and so on. So that's the reason why we are, uh, it's been done at, U, um, at UJ, uh, because we, we, there's a lot of still research things that we still need to look at. But yeah. by and large, we have shown that it's working. After here, by the way, they were going to build houses in KZN. There's going to be a place, a village, Beautiful. where the houses are going to be built. Yeah. And we're going to test the durability. We, Our research shows us that the durability is high, mm-hmm. but you need to, you know, they say the pudding, the taste of the pudding is in the eating. Exactly. You really need to do it and really see whether that is uh, done. It also offers us more opportunities, different kind of materials that are being used. Could we use materials for, from the, from the beach? You know, from South Africa, could we? So, so there's still a lot of areas of research. Uh, what we're launching now is the fact that it works and uh, it can be installed, but there's more work. On that note mm. of the houses being built in KZN, um, given the floods that have happened, yes, yes. do you think it will be sustainable? That, that's, that, those are some of the things we want to try, test. Test, putting it in an area where there's floods, how is it going to behave? Uh, is it going to, uh, after that, to probably take it to Limpopo where it's too hot and you want to check whether, does it really, how long does it last? So there's a... For, for research students, there's a lot of work. There's a lot yeah, of work. Very interesting. Done. We'll see a lot of PhDs coming out of, now for sure. out of the project. For sure. Speaking of durability, speaking mm. of materials, um, and Karab, what you just mentioned right now, sustainability. Uh, this is, of course, a cutting-edge technology that has, for the longest of time, being uh, on paper and now yeah. uh, through the University of Johannesburg yeah. and um, the, 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 the Department. Department of Science and Innovation. Mm. What kind of material are being used? Yeah, now that currently we're about sustainability and of yeah. course sustainability of the material being used. Yeah, currently the materials that are being used are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 that's one of the things we like to 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 stop. You know, you want to be able to use local materials. Sure. Yeah. Now these materials have special properties. Uh, uh, I was telling one guy here, part of the properties of these materials. If you are going to build a house in 24 hours. You know, the, 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 the walls must be able to support the roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can't just use any cement because any cement requires two, three days mm-hmm. to cure before you can do those kind of things. Exactly. But with this material, you can do that. You know, so, so it has special properties that we need to replicate with uh, local materials. And that's also a research area. Uh, and, uh, you know, that advantage of doing this with a university so that we can we can uh, explore those things. I, I, my fear is that uh, in the next two, three years, probably there'll be a lot of companies that will be designing their own machines. Yeah, and they'll say, no, 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 you know, yeah, that, that machine, we want to do our own ones. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it, it seems like it's going to be a gold mine uh, because people need houses. Sometimes Definitely. you just need an extension yeah. at your house. You need a garage. You know, if so, if somebody could bring a machine that does the garage for you in a one day Perfect. and one you day. are able to see how it's, work, it's working. So while we, the solution now may be more geared towards the poor mm-hmm. uh, of our population, mm-hmm. it's actually going to be used by everyone. Everybody. It's going to be used by every house. When I want to have a, maybe a dog house, you know, 
and I get this guy to come with his machine, put it there, build a good dog house there, and then we have a, a house that's built in uh, 24 hours. So there's a lot of exciting stuff. Yeah. I hear your fear, Prof. Yeah. My fear is... Now that we're going to be all excited about this new technology and, you know, having house in two seconds, yeah. is it going to be sustainable? You're talking about these materials being super important. Yeah, yeah. Are they sustainable? Yeah. I'm still going to yeah. have these materials in the longest time. UJ is going to work on that. Okay. You, you just interviewed the uh, VC des- designate, and uh, his theme now is going to be for IR with SDG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that we do things that are sustainable. Things that do not destroy the environment. That is so beautiful. That is Prof. Daniel Machal, the Executive Dean of the Faculty of Engineering and the Built Environment. Uh, we are still going to have more people that we're going to be interviewing, but I hope you learned a lot on that one. Thank you so much, Prof., for your time. Yeah, no, thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yes. We're releasing the Prof. right now, but we're going to be going back into your music just a bit because you know what? I need to learn more. Do stay tuned. 95.5 UJFM, UJFM, shaping the future.